Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is, because it's a podcast, so it's not live. Um, it's a recorded thing. So good, whatever time of day. Welcome to the woodshed. You know, uh, I talk a little bit every now and then about ratings and reviews and like stars on Spotify. Ratings and reviews are on Apple podcast and then stars on the Spotify app. So do those things for me, please. Do it. Share it. Send it to people. Everybody likes podcasts. I, I don't know too many people that don't enjoy listening to podcasts. So if you're one of those, <laughs> if you're one of those, thanks for listening. <laughs> anyway, I'll be talking with a couple of guys, Adam and RJ. They live in Meridian, Idaho, and their band's name is Northwest Stories. So... I uh, was supposed to do this with them last week. Had a little family change, uh, nothing major, but I couldn't get to them last week, so we moved it to today. I'm happy to talk with them. Uh, they seem like really neat dudes, so I'm excited to chat with them and see what's going on. And yeah, anyhow, um, so yeah, I want to thank the sponsors: Royal Coffee Roasting in Medford, um, Las Vegas. Uh, they're it's good coffee, and they have two cafes. Well, they have more than that. They also have Salt Lake City and Boise, Idaho. So, hey, Adam and RJ of Northwest Stories, you're not that far, you know. So Royal Coffee Roasting in Boise. And you have to say it right. It's not Boise. It's Boise. I learned that when I worked in radio in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> but anyway, thank you to Royal Coffee Roasting, Ollie's Brooklyn Slices, and, of course, uh, the, the other two, like the A1s from Day Ones, if you will, um, a look design. Uh, they just did a rad logo for me. I'm excited. I'm going to make some hats, and I'm happy about that. So thank you to Sasha at a look design. And, of course, Moxley Media, where I get all the cool stuff done, all the print work, you know, all the, the logos that a look does for me. I print them out on things at Moxley Media. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, let's get this thing started. Okay. Welcome to the Woodshed. It's a podcast. Here we go. When I'm feeling like I just don't want to deal with the world today, I go down to the woodshed where all we do is pick and play. Play a song for the underdogs and the happy-going-lucky Play a song for the Californios and East Kentucky And when I'm feeling like I just don't want to deal with the world today I go down to the woodshed where all we do is pick and play I go down to the woodshed where I would do is pick and play. Okay, guys, good evening. I've got Adam and RJ from Northwest Stories on the phone. How are you guys doing? Thanks for being here. Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Of course. Welcome to the woodshed. I have to make sure to say that. Gotcha. Do you know? Do you know what it, it implies? The woodshed. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I no well, idea. it's funny because a lot of people who don't do music um, think that I'm just talking about you know like 
firewood, you know, go out to the woodshed, get your firewood, you know, you're set. But woodshedding is the the act of practicing your part of a song. So someone will be like, oh, hey, let's work on this song. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to woodshed my part first and then I'll, I'll come and we'll practice it and blah, 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 blah. So that's that's where that comes from. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I'm 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 not a musician, but I act like one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, how, hey, how did you guys and Adam? Uh, we'll start with you, and then RJ. Once Adam's done, just take over, okay? So, how did you guys determine that you wanted to to make music to record? Yeah, it's, it's uh, there's a, there's some backstory to it, but I'll try to keep it brief. Um, I'm originally from Seattle, but I moved out to the uh, Boise area and um, RJ and I had been kind of networking together um, just a couple fellow producers a couple fellow music makers and when RJ saw that I moved out to Meridian um, he's like hey we should meet up so we met up started doing some sessions and we just really enjoyed working with each other um, I always say our strengths and our weaknesses I feel like uh, kind of interlock perfectly to make a good team and from then on we just we decided we wanted to keep making music together okay rj yeah so um i got into music um and into producing um so i i just had like a piano when i was a little kid and i'd played all the time um but i could never remember the songs that i was playing and so that's really how I got into like producing and actually like recording music is because I couldn't remember anything that I was ever playing. And so once I discovered I could record it, uh, it opened up a whole new world to me. And Mm. so I've just been doing that since I was uh, probably like 13. And now that you're 14. And now that I'm 14, (laughs) poor guys, I've learned a lot. You know, I, I'll warn you that I'm I am I, I'm a little playful, so hopefully that's fine. But anyway, um, I probably sound like I'm 14. It's a, <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? Um, I'm 52, and when you talk to me on the phone, people probably think I'm maybe 28, 30, you know, 32. I don't know. But um, when and when I was a teenager, oh my gosh, it was like the worst thing ever. Uh, when I lived at home and I would answer the phone, you know, back in landline days, I'd answer the phone and they'd go, Jenny, it's my mom. Nope. This, <laughs> this is her son. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Great. But anyway, um, and you know, whoever wants to answer this, just go ahead and take charge. But how did you land on the name Northwest stories? Um, I, I don't even I, we were just like workshop. Well, okay. So there's quite a backstory here, Adam, you take the first half of this. I'll take the second half. Well, I'm nervous. Cause I feel like I answered the first question wrong. <laughs> I don't want to answer this one wrong. <laughs> the pressure's um, on. No, I, I think it just, uh, yeah, we, we were going through tons of different names. Um, but ultimately, um, a big part of our inspiration obviously like a lot of our music talks about god um talks about family but a big inspiration for our music is uh nature and so both being from the northwest of the united states and um i take a lot of pride in being from the pacific northwest and just the mountains the trees the beautiful landscape we we really wanted to incorporate that that vibe that mood into our music and just kind of our branding in total. 
I think that's kind of what played a part of it. RJ might have more to add there. Uh, yeah. So, um, it, it's funny. So we actually we weren't gonna we weren't gonna have like a name, uh, like a specific name like that. I think at first we were really wanting to do just like our names individually and then just kind of collab together, but we were kind of forced to to choose a. Uh, a, sh- a shorter name like Northwest stories instead of Adam Fink and RJ Rouse. Um, because we were going to do a song with another artist and we were both going to be collaborating on it. And he was, he was like, yeah, I can't like, it's way too long to have both your names on it. Can you just have like a producer name? And so that's when we started thinking about, okay, what should we call ourselves? And then, yeah, like Adam said, that's kind of how we landed on that. Um, I think at one point we were going to like some of the other names were like Poncho or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting how it all came together. How long have you guys been doing this? Uh, Since the beginning of 2022 is when Northwest stories officially started. Okay. Yeah. Cool. About two years. It's weird how fast that goes, by the way. Yeah. You know, I I look back, um, I've been a DJ here in, in the Pacific Northwest. We live in Medford, Oregon area, actually Central Point. Um, right. But most people who don't know the area as well would know Medford before they would know where I'm at. But it's real close. Mm-hmm. Um, but since uh, moving here, I'm from Missouri and I moved here from Colorado, which is a beautiful state. Missouri's fine. It's okay. It's cool, but you know, um, but I moved here when I was 17 in 1988 and I remember just being blown away by how green it was here. And, and it was funny because I also was like, man, the cows are so fat here because <laughs> in Colorado, the altitude's higher, the, you know, the food's not as, as available for cows. Um, as it is here. And of course, winter, many cows die in the winters of Colorado, many, multiple every year. So here winters are like kind of nothing, you know, and I laugh when people complain about winter here in Oregon. And I'm like, man, it's nothing, dude. Like this part of Oregon is the weather is just non-existent. Like we get rain, we get a little bit of rain, but it's not like Portland, but anyway, yeah. yeah, but I, and I feel the, you know, you talked about the beautiful uh, Pacific Northwest. You, I feel that. And it's funny because my wife and I, we like to watch kind of bad movies, um, like, like a cabin in the woods kind of vibe where it's like, you know, probably going to be some murder. And every time, every time it's somewhere beautiful, it's here in the Pacific Northwest. Every single time, I'm like, man, it's so pretty. That looks like here. And most times it's uh, British Columbia, but still, it's just yeah. beautiful. Um, hey, uh, RJ, do you want to run down a list of who you've, you want to you want to say your musical influences are? Oh. oh. Um, I would say my first biggest one was Ben Rector. And then I would go with, uh, John Bellion and um, Adam kind of introduced me a bit to like Alan uh, Gregory Alan Isikov. Um, I like him a lot. Um, and uh, I would say those are like those are three of my my main ones. Um, there's probably some when I was like younger, but it was probably more like punk music. Uh, like 
uh, <laughs> like yellow card type stuff and like anything that my sister listened to is what I listened to. But once I started choosing my own music, it was, it was like that Ben Rector, John Bellion, um, yeah, Gregory type vibe. Adam, I'm sorry I threw you for a loop there because before we started recording, I was like, let's do it in alphabetical order. But I decided to change it up a minute. So I apologize. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, cool. How about you? What are your musical influences, Adam? Yeah, so my my music, uh, my musical journey kind of um, has different uh, phases. So I grew up, my dad, um, he is a he's super into music and so a lot of what i listened to was really just what he was listening to and he listened to everything from the police red hot chili peppers uh and then a lot of u2 and then for me when i started discovering just songwriting uh when i was taking piano lessons and stuff for me it was like Coldplay, keen uh, the fray and then when i discovered musical production that's when i i was really into rap music um and then some self-producers like rj said john bellion um huge huge fan of his um and then i kind of again changed my my music interest into more of the folky sound and that's when i discovered gregory allen uh is a cause and who else? That's about it. I mean, I I play the guitar too, so I'm I'm heavily influenced by John Mayer. Although I cannot play anything close to what he plays <laughs> or how he plays. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a wide range of a bunch of different type of music. You know what's cool about being a DJ? What? Thing, things were asking. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I can play anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm awful. That's I'm true. Sorry. It's true. It's someone else's, but you know, I can play it. <laughs> I always tell people, um, cause it, a lot of people assume because I've been a DJ for so long and that I, you know, I do this podcast, I've worked in radio, I DJ nightclubs, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, can you play anything? I'm like, yeah, other people's music. I, I like to say jokingly that I'm a pre-recorded musician. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, and, it, you know, it's funny because um, I talk about, like, who, who are your influences? And, uh, like, there's there's only a handful of DJs that I can be like, man, I, man, I, I love that DJ. Um, but as far as, like, the musical taste, like, I actually really very rarely listen to music. Uh, for like pleasure, but now uh, that I'm not DJing as much as I used to, like I'm normally about 50 events a year, but this year I've scaled it way back. Having a having a kid, being a little older, um, being married, you know, it's it's a young man's game. So I'm I'm actually now able to sit down and listen to songs and and enjoy things like what you guys are doing. So it's really fun. Um, so I, I guess if you were going to ask me who my influences are as a DJ, it would, it goes back to listening to like radio in the seventies and eighties. And like, I, I heard Wolfman Jack, you know, I heard, uh, there was a guy in, in Colorado, uh, DJ Redbeard on Kilo 94 in Manitou Springs, which is at the, <laughs> the foot of Pike's Peak. 
and I'm not sure how old you guys are, but by uh, Adam's list of bands from what his dad put in front of him, <laughs> I'm guessing your dad's like my age. And <laughs> so, but um, Redbeard was on the on a KTEL Records ad back in the early 90s with a like a hippie scene and the guy's like is that ktel or is that freedom rock yeah we'll turn it up and he, and then the red beard guy came on and he was like ktel records and blah 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 and he had the big voice but anyway unimportant yeah. i i'm sorry i'm yammering um <laughs> no it's great <laughs> i love it but um rj tell me Wait, who did I who did I ask? It was RJ the last question first, right? All right, yeah. let's let's go back mm-hmm. to Adam. Sorry. All right, Adam. Who <laughs> is who is currently making music that you would love to work with? Oh man, anyone? Yeah. Oh man, I would say at the top at the top of the list right now would have to be this uh folk artist named Noah Khan. Um he is just absolutely blown up he would be amazing to work with he's the guy that sings dial drunk right yeah uh yeah i'd love to have him on but yeah keep going sorry my all-time uh collaboration if i could pick anyone of all time well i guess of not all time but (laughs) it would have to be chris martin just Coldplay. yeah i just i they're part of like my whole life (laughs) like they started um their their first like hit yellow back in 1999 or 2000 whenever that got really big i was just a little kid so they've been around like they're what got me into songwriting in the first place uh but i also mentioned one of my biggest influences is gregory allen Isakov. he would be he's uh actually just you said colorado um he's from colorado he lives in boulder oh okay he, he is a farmer by day and a oh world-renowned musician by night he's he's super cool um very folk he would be incredible to work with yeah i I think i'd probably leave it at that rj um who is your favorite pop musician and why is it taylor swift (laughs) well it's my wife it forces me to so I have to. Hey, happy wife, happy <laughs> life. So I'm sorry. Go ahead and answer the other question. Uh, I just wanted to throw that one in there just for shits and giggles. But <laughs> who, who, who would you want to record with and collaborate with that's making music right now? Um, I, I don't know. I don't even know if like our our musical styles would mesh that well. I actually think they would, but like. I probably wouldn't even choose somebody in the folk genre. I'd probably go back to um, Ben Rector and John Bellion, just because I think that would be so interesting. And I, I fell in love with those. Well, I fell in love with John Bellion's style of music because I started watching his YouTube videos and just the passion he has. I think it would be interesting and really fun to be in a room with him. Mm. And then Ben Rector for kind of similar reasons, but um I, I just love his music, but I don't know if it would, I don't, I'd be curious to uh, see if that would mesh at all with our style. You know, it's really interesting about being in the room 
if you're in the room, and this is why Taylor Swift is, is a, a songwriter. I'm sorry, but, you know, like we all know that it's it's not true. But anyway, she, if you're in the room <laughs> during a writing session, you get writing credit. You get to be in the credit of that song. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just going to shoot it out there and say one day you'll be in the room and all of a sudden you'll get writer's credit. Good job, you guys. I love it, man. We'll see. Thank you. <laughs> Who was clapping? I have to know who's the funny guy. That was me. I love it. I appreciate it. Um, you don't know which one said that, though, did you? No, no. It's it's. It, I'm like, okay, which, wait, and I have to remember like who I dialed first, so I know that's RJ. So that's how I'm keeping track of of how I'm doing the questions, uh, because I have like serious, you know, like attention problems. So I'm. We're doing good though. We're I think we're we're doing a a good podcast, so I appreciate it. But if you're clapping at my dumb jokes, I have to know you in real life. That's just the way it works. So thank you for thank you for encouraging my dad jokes. I appreciate it. We're both dads, so we greatly appreciate it. Yeah. How what what are your kids' age? Uh you got boys, girls, what do you got? Go for it, RJ. I've got two boys. Uh one's three and one is almost one. Uh Okay, toddlers are great. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a four-year-old little girl. Okay, all right. I'm a girl dad as well as yeah. a boy dad, but the girl dad is way, I'm sorry, but it's way more real. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> and um, now my kids' ages are a little bit different from from you, but my son is probably your age. <laughs> He's 29. <laughs> and then Sonnet is 17 months old. And I'm lucky that I have the energy that I do. Let's just say that. Um, yeah. We're going to, we're going to play with me one of your songs. So whoever wants to talk that one up, just go ahead and take charge. Let's go. Let's talk about with me. Yeah. With me um, was our first song that we wanted to throw under the name of Northwest stories. And it was uh, it was an idea that I began with, and it was my first crack at really writing about my experiences with God. And although this song may come across like a love song, like I'm talking about my wife is the person that's been with me, and you, it definitely can be taken that way, and it is taken that way, um, it was my first crack at writing about God's hand in my life and um, you know, just recognizing that, uh, Jesus Christ is always with us. Mm. And, um, it ended up the collaboration with RJ just ended up becoming this, uh, really like a, a crazy experience to end at where we ended with, with that song, the, the ooze in the, the choruses and the ending of the song. Every time I listen to it, it's just like, wow, I remember what it felt like creating the song. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a very special one for us. It, it set a pretty high bar for what we expected with our with Northwest Stories because it found success pretty quickly. And being our first single, it was kind of like, okay, every song has to perform like this one now. And it, it hasn't been that way. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a, it's a really special song to us. All right, let's play with me. Okay. 
Okay, you kind of covered this topic a little bit in talking about with me, but I wanted to dig a little bit deeper. Um, and maybe RJ, you can you can start this this answer. But how much does your walk with God take a place in your music? Oh, um, a lot. I mean, I feel like <laughs> in every song we write, I feel. I don't think there's a song we've written that doesn't have an aspect of God in it. Mm. Um, even when it doesn't uh, necessarily seem like it, like when me and Adam talk about it, it's like, Oh, this is how it, this is how it relates back to God. And um, it, it's funny. This is kind of a funny thing, but there was one time I can't, you have to remind me which song it was, Adam, but there, <laughs> there was a song that me and Adam were writing essentially two different songs and i like i remember i was writing it about uh something spiritual and he was writing it about something that was not and uh i think it was just about his wife and um or some i can't remember exactly but i remember at the end of it we were like oh yeah this is this is what's about he's like oh i wasn't writing about that at all and but it worked so well together and so that's how a lot of our songs kind of turn out a lot is where it can, it can go either way. Like it can relate to anybody, but um, we like to tell our audience every, every song we have, like it's always referencing God in some way. Adam. Yeah. Ditto. Um, yeah. It's, it's something that it, it's a hundred percent in all of our, all of our music now, but it hasn't always been there for me and not because like I was struggling with that or anything, but it's just not something I ever felt like I needed to talk about in my music, but with just kind of the way 
I don't know, I, I, this will sound pretty cliche, but like the way the world is and just seeing how sad and uh, all the difficulties people go through and just kind of that realization that maybe it would help people. And um, so far we've seen that it does to, to, to touch on Christian topics and talk about God, even though sometimes that's frowned upon in the music industry. Um, but a hundred percent it's it's in it's it's in rj's and mine live my lives and so it, it'll it'll come through in our music and it, you, you put it on your website too so i knew going in you know to ask that question um rj what instruments do you play um i play the piano and uh i play a. Uh... <laughs> I play the cajon a little bit now because I have to, um, because we perform live sometimes, but I just produce. So Adam's like the one that plays pretty much every instrument. Um, I think I've, I think I've played like one, uh, I I think I played the piano on like one song. Um, but other than that, I just sing and then produce it. And you're the pretty one, right? I, I mean, it's pretty yes, debatable. People think we look like brothers, so. Oh, gosh. Well, and it's funny because I asked the question, and all of a sudden Adam is giggling because he's the guy with all the, the instruments. So what do you what, what all do you play, Adam? No, I just I wanted to hear what RJ is. Okay, perfect. That's, you, you guys might as well just be brothers. Just Let's just say it, okay? Because this, yeah. this is the kind of ribbing that I, I, I talked about with – with my family, so y- y'all are y'all are brothers. Let let's just face the facts. But go go ahead, Adam. RJ, RJ's being humble. He plays the piano really well, and he's he's gotten significantly better. Like he's he's getting better and better, and he's taking up the guitar now. Oh, so you forgot uh, to mention that, RJ. <laughs> but um, not accurate. It's funny. Someone just asked me this question earlier today, and it's kind of a I mean, I have an answer for you. Like I can, I can pretty much pick up any instrument and be able to play it enough to be able to turn it into a song. Um, except for the drums, the drums are something I just super struggle with. I don't really know why. Um, so like here at the studio in my house, uh, I've got, I'm looking at a banjo, mandolin, bass, guitar, harmonica, piano, um, so I play all those things. The ones that I would actually say I'm decent at are the piano and the guitar. Those are kind of my, the two main instruments that I go back to all the time. My son, Riley, uh, when he was, man, I want to say he was in junior high school. I bought him a fretless bass and he could play that thing. I wish he still played. He can play bass. He can play guitar. Um, bass is definitely more what he plays uh, and he can play drums and then my my youngest stepson slays the saxophone i mean oh, man. man and he can play it by by reading sheet music or by ear and and s- same with riley riley can play things by ear or by reading sheet music but um he also he also grew up with a stepdad that was is a great musician uh in his own right so you know, he always had that. Like for me, I'm like, hey, let's listen to this song. <laughs> you know, whereas John could be like, hey, Riley, let's play this song, and they they would sit down and and play that song. But 
Yeah, it's it's fun because um, you know w- watching like my my young people uh, get really good at something. I just want to beat the crap out of Riley for stopping. So just 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 so you know, if I'm ever in jail, it's because of that. Anyway, <laughs> um, how often are y'all playing out? You know, like playing live shows. <laughs> <laughs> we we pretty much never play live shows actually oh um yeah that's it's one of our goals uh and funny enough we have two shows coming up the 16th we're doing two shows two week like weekends back to back um we have a show on we're opening for a bigger artist on december 2nd here in boise and then we're performing at a Christmas party thing on the, the following weekend. So, can you tell uh, me who the couple... can you tell me who the artist is? Yeah, so it it's gonna be somewhat random because the the style of music is so different from ours. But his name is Nathan Pacheco. He is a uh, classical singer. I think that's kind of what he categorizes as. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a what's his name? Um, Who's the really big one, RJ? Yanni? No. <laughs> uh, dang, I'm blanking on his name. Josh Groban? Josh Groban. Oh, yeah. you know okay. Josh Groban is? Yes. He's like a Josh Groban. He's he's doing a Christmas tour, and we, we're, um, I guess, I mean, I would say we're friends. <laughs> I hope you would say we're friends. We have a relationship with him. Um, we opened for him a couple of years ago. Okay. And uh, he said if we ever wanted to open for him again, um, and just reach out and ask him. And we saw that he was coming through town, and we thought it'd be a good opportunity. We haven't really done a, a true live show in Boise yet. So that's part of our goals um, for 2024 is we really want to grow our local fan base here, and we really got to do that through live shows. So a great question. I wish we had a better answer for it. Yeah. Is there a pretty good scene in Boise? Yeah, there is. Uh, they've got like Tree Fort. I don't know if you've heard of that. Probably mm-hmm. not, but it's a, it's a it's a decently big music festival. Um, and then we've got like the Knitting Factory here. Um, we get some pretty cool artists uh, to come through. I think Phoebe Bridgers came and oh, performed nice. at like uh, Botanical Gardens. Okay. Um, it's like this. Yeah, it's basically what it sounds like. It's the botanical gardens. Um, and then we get, like, the Lumineers came and performed at, like, uh, what was it, the Taco Bell Arena, like, where BSU plays. Um, and then we just pretty much get, like, uh, Garth Brooks and people like that because that's because we're in Idaho. We're big fans of Boy Genius, so the, the I, I would have loved to have seen her. In, in whatever oh. environment, I, I would have loved. We we were we were taking like a huge dive into their solo work and then their work as a as a group. Um, that's a very talented set of of women. Oh, yeah. They're so dang good. Uh, I and we it's, love Boy Genius. God, they're so good. It's hard not to like them. But yeah. anyway, and having been you know the working dj every stupid weekend i don't i have it, it's this year and last year where i started going to concerts with my wife um i've only been married to her for 2 years and i'm and i look at her and i go babe like you take me to concerts like i don't go to concerts cuz i'm always <laughs> working so we're like 
we're it's it's like I'm hopeful that we're gonna go see Paul Cawthon in a couple of weeks uh, from this recording release, and uh, we're definitely seeing Tyler Childers in Bend um, over the Ooh. summer. Uh, we saw Neon Trees down in San Francisco. Um, made eye contact with the lead singer, so clearly he thinks I'm hot. And um, <laughs> uh, who else? We saw, we've seen a lot. Like, uh, shoot, who did we just see? Oh, we uh, we actually met and rode the elevator with Tone Loke from the '80s, and and then we met the next day on Father's Day. We met Vanilla Ice at the the casino north of here, about an hour away, called Seven Feathers. And they were both super chill and easy and fun, and we took selfies, and they were stoked. In fact, like Vanilla Ice was like, "Hey, let's turn around because the sun's behind us. Like, let let's get the sun in front of us so the picture's better." Like he was super thoughtful and very nice. I was wearing a a t-shirt that said "Girl Dad," and he was like, "Hey, man, Happy Father's Day!" And I was busy like, "Hold on, I'm getting my phone out and taking this picture." It was my wife's like, "Babe, you didn't even like." You didn't even like hear him say Happy Father's Day. I was like, "Oh man, I'm a total jerk." <laughs> but um, yeah, we we try to go see uh, concerts as much as possible, and I'm loving every minute of it. In fact, I was going to tell you, and I was going to wait until we were done, but we're, we're, let's just do it now. If you're ever wanting to get out to Medford area, I can help you with with live shows. Um, I'm pretty well connected, oh, awesome. so just holler at me, and I'll I'll see what we can put together. Um, what would be next? I mean, obviously you're getting ready to do a, a pretty big show, um, but what's next for Northwest Stories? Yeah. Um, right now we've, we have been working on a lot of different collaborations. I would say that's part of what's next for us is uh, when RJ and I first met, one of our big uh, ideas and things we wanted to work on was producing for other artists and help uh, discover and develop artists that we saw potential in. And um, that was another reason why we started our duo band was because no one was going to want to take advice or work with people who didn't have credibility or that they didn't know. Um, they were like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta prove that we can help people that were talented and, and so we started working on our own music and now we are finally able to start help uh, discover and develop these artists like I was saying we were wanting to do. Uh, so we've got, uh, what is it, close to half dozen artists that we're in the works with and another few that we uh, were in talks with to collaborate with. Um, RJ likes to say, going back to the Taylor Swift stuff, RJ likes to say we're in our collabs era. <laughs> I was just um, going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've spent our first two years as Northwest Stories just kind of doing everything, our, our, everything ourselves, and now we're, we're finally starting to grow our network, and I would say that's going to be a big part of what's next for us. Yeah. And, of course, the, the album release with Taylor Swift is coming soon. That's, that's a big part too, but that was supposed to be a secret, Travis. <laughs> Sorry, I blew it for you. Um, I actually love, I really love really bad pop music, so I'm sorry that I'm letting you down with that information. Um, 
<laughs> RJ, uh, you know, it's funny because Adam just just rolled with it, and I appreciate that because I forgot to say a name before I asked that last question. But RJ, um, how can my audience connect with North Northwest Stories? Um, probably the best way. I mean, we're we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. Uh, you can even text us if you want, um, and that's like all in our bio. Um, we're we're pretty active on uh, on on TikTok and Instagram, though. I'll put the I'll put the links in the show notes so people can just easily click it and and you know do whatever they need to do. Um, let's yeah. talk about the next song. Uh, we're gonna play Douglas Fir. So, whoever wants to take charge and and talk about that song, go for it. Adam, I think you should explain this one. Yeah, the last one, uh, greener, right? You can you can do that one. I'll do Douglas Fir. Um, okay. Yeah, Douglas Fir is again. It's kind of it's in that similar realm of thinking as with me, but it's uh, a little more centered on yourself. So this song has a, a bunch of different ideas, kind of tied into one big theme, and that's that. Um, everyone's going through difficulties. Everyone's going through trials, but you got to be strong. You got to, you got to dig deep. You got to have strong roots. You got to go back to your basics. You got to, and I mean, for us, that's go back to your basics uh, within the gospel and kind of rely on, on God to help you get through your difficulties, but um, stay strong, like a, a Douglas fir, a, a tree, the forest, um, and just let those, let those difficulties just be, let them go. Just let them pass on by with the wind. Um, yeah. It, it, again, it was going back to like tying nature in with with uh, God-related topics and trying to motivate people to keep keep pushing forward. Okay, let's play Douglas Fir. Let them go. 
Adam, I'm going to pose the next couple of questions to you. And RJ, I'll, I'll ask you the third question. But these are, these are the most serious questions that I pose during the podcast. So I, I need to know if you're in a safe space and that you're seated and feel good. <laughs> I'm prepared. I'm All right. Prepared. Okay. <laughs> Adam, the world wants to know, and by the world, I mean everyone listening to the <laughs> podcast, the world needs to know, why is pineapple the best topping on pizza? Hey, I'm, I agree. I'm right there. I'm right there with that crowd. Because <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I, I might have screwed that one up. I probably should have asked RJ. I don't know. I like pineapple on pizza too. Oh man! See, I'm going for the I'm going for the polarization. Like I love pineapple on pizza, but I'm looking for the guy that's like I'm, I would never do that. It is bullshit. That's even on there. That's <laughs> no, fine. Sorry. No, totally fine. Still entertaining. I love it. All right. Okay, Adam. Um, from from zero to oh hell no, where are wet socks for you? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that is such a good question for me. It's my favorite question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The backstory. The backstory yeah. There's got to be a backstory. There's so much giggling. I love it. All right. I'm, I, sorry. I'm, I'm laughing. You're good. You're, just, you're making me laugh. Um, so, my answer to that would be. I didn't think it was that big of a deal until we posted a video of me in the shower with my socks on. Okay. And, or, okay, I was fully clothed. That's fine, yeah. whatever. I'm not Just envisioning not. naked men. It's, yeah, we're good. And I, was, and I was wearing socks, and all the comments were like, how could you be wearing socks in the shower? <laughs> and I didn't realize that was uh, such a bad thing, but I guess I, I would lean towards the no way. Yeah. It, I mean, wet clothes in the shower, like, doesn't, doesn't really make sense. <laughs> so. I'll get out of the shower, and, you know, I'm, I've am i already toweled off, and it, the first thing I do is put on the underwear and then the socks. But if I right. if I get my socks on, and I go and I grab my pants, and I'm, I'm getting my pants on, and I step in a little tiny, you know, got just got out of the shower puddle with my socks on. Those socks are dead to me, and I'm changing them right away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's that's the worst. True. You got, yeah, you got to get rid of your wet socks. All right, okay, all right, uh, RJ. <laughs> this this last question is for you. I'm um, yeah, this one's really heavy, deep, and real. So I I want to go ahead and apologize for putting you on the spot, but the world also wants to know. How many five-year-olds would it take to kick your ass? Oh, um, I feel like I've actually encountered this. Let's see. Um, I'm not talking I about actually, when you were okay. five. I'm talking about right now. No, okay. All right. no, I, I legitimately think I could take 20. Oh, okay. 25. 25. Yeah, maybe more. Okay. All right. I guess it, it's situational. All right. So let's say you're on a footbridge. You're yeah. on. You're on a footbridge. It, you know, it's not. It's kind of high up. It's very narrow. You know what I'm doing? I'm kicking every little kid <laughs> and getting. Oh. I'm kicking. I'm kicking oh. every little kid because distance is your friend oh. in a fight. 
and I'm I'm getting him off of the bridge, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cross the bridge, so then I don't have to worry about getting beat up by five year olds. Okay, but, well, hold on. That's a moral. That now it just went into moral, okay. uh, moral <laughs> issue. I think I would die. I would. I would die. You would I just would go ahead and off. let it. Oh, that's so good. All right. Well, you actually gave me probably the best answer, and I'm I'm sorry, Adam, but I'm going to go ahead and edit out your answers to the first serious questions and just roll with RJ's. Okay. That's fine. I'm I'm not gonna do that. Hey you guys, I had <laughs> oh, all right, like I'm giggling way more than I should be, but I really appreciate your time and doing this with me. Uh I, I look forward to whatever's next for y'all. And um if you if you want to come back, just let me know, okay? Okay. Good. Thank you so much. Y'all Thanks, have a good Robert. night. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, we were giggling a lot. There was a lot of giggling with those two. Um, so check out Northwest Stories. You know, I'll I'll set the links up, so all you have to do is click on them. Um, these guys sound like amazing people, so support what they're doing. I uh, want to thank my sponsors one last time. And uh, not last, but, you know, last for this recording. Um, of course, we've got great coffee coming from Royal Coffee Roasting here in Medford. And... Um, a look design for the great new logos every time I ask for it. She kicks it out, makes it look good. Um, Moxley Media and, of course, Ollie's Brooklyn Slices. So thanks, y'all. And, uh, of course, share it, all right? Grab the link from whatever you're using to listen to this podcast and send it to somebody just randomly, just like, pow, just send it to them sonically. All right, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.